Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dash, Rinko Lieber. James, we're here again for Wrong and Wronger. I'm wearing my festive light-up hat that superfan Judy P. was nice enough to send. So a little tip of the cap, pardon the pun to Judy P. with this one. And James, I abandoned all of my intro because you've had stuff going on on your end that seems to be taking your attention a bit awry from this pod. Well, because of your ridiculous schedule, we are now recording during the day <laughs> when my children are home. I had to banish them from this floor of the house because I no longer have an office that's gone to the pigs. And I told the kids to go get dressed and just don't cry. That's all I ask you, don't cry. Just don't cry. And one of them immediately started bawling because she wants to wear a short sleeve shirt in January. And she can't find one because it's January and all of her summer clothes are obviously <laughs> not in her drawer. So I've had to make multiple trips up the stairs, but I think we're good now. Uh, she has presumably cut the sleeves off a shirt or gone shirtless. I don't know. I don't know what solution she found. It's not my problem. I'll deal with it in 15 minutes after I finish beating you, just like last week. She may have uh, taken the knife that was brandished like Errol Flynn by one of your pigs and cut the sleeves off. But yes, you have. Come to the podcast where we argue about things that don't matter to anybody, clearly not either of us, because the polls have become irrelevant to both of us. We don't even care about them anymore. <laughs> but uh, we have, we're, we're going to debate something this week that is only semi-topical, James, and what would that be? Well, we're going to debate, should you stay in or go out for New Year's? And it's actually better that we did this after New Year's, because we both have first-hand experience now. That's called research, and now we can come back and use that information so people are better ready for next year. I believe that we each took a different uh, one of those topics for our New Year's Eve uh, festivities. I'm still a little thick because it's early in the morning because James apparently gets up with the when the cock crows and the pigs start rooting around. Me, I need my beauty sleep. James, you don't look this good just automatically. Like, I need my beauty sleep. I have to take care of all this visage. Oh, I thought you were saying I don't look this good automatically like I'm working at it, which I appreciate you 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 know noticing how much work I put into my appearance. Yeah, I've already, I woke up at the crack of dawn, I went out and I worked out and I came back and I showered, I got some tweeting done. I mean, it's been an amazing day. I went and dealt with a thousand temper tantrums. I had one kid throwing up. We're, we're on the ball today and all because of the wise choices I made last night. So let's go ahead and flip that quarter so I can tell you what that wise choice was. James is hustling us through this because he knows Armageddon is about oh, to go down so close. upstairs. <laughs> Alright, we've got the Guam quarter of fate that uh, I had to find because James tore me out of a sound slumber this morning. What will the two sides represent for you? Heads, I'm arguing stay in. Tails, I'm arguing go out. Stay in versus go out. This was recommended to us by Nashville Cat, one of our alert listeners, by the way. And it is heads. You have stay in. And I'm just going to assume we're not going to compliment each other because it's a new year and we might as well just be real. <laughs> well, I am absolutely going to compliment you. I, oh. I am going to compliment you 
for, um, I don't know, I was trying to text my wife, because there's a child lingering on the stairs trying to help uh -oh. me brush her hair, and she needs to have literally anyone else in this house brush her hair. Literally anyone else with arms <laughs> could do it, but she is up there just off camera waiting for me and will not take the hint, even as I talk out loud, to go have someone else brush your hair. Oh, possibly one of her sisters, yes. which will lead to even more hijinks. Or, or her mother, or a pig, or anything, but she's just going to sit there for the next 15 minutes. So, we've got that going oh, for us, right. which is nice. Anyway, compliment. Gosh, yeah. I think something nice yeah. to say about you. That's not going well today. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to compliment. I had something real saved up, but I have forgotten. Oh, I'm, I'm going to compliment you for, for milking your cute dog for all it's worth. You realize you got no beauty going on up here. <laughs> so you capitalize on the one thing people want to see. I mean, yeah. props to you for recognizing your own shortcomings and how that's masked by the dog. So, yes, more dog, less Steve in 2020. That's all I want. No, no, James, my beauty is compounded exponentially by the dog. It's like uh, vinegar is good and baking soda is good, but when you get them both together, you have effervescence. And that's what the dog and I create. Yeah, yeah a, a tragic explosion that will underwhelm you at a science fair. That is exactly <laughs> what you are together. Well, James, I'm going to compliment you on bringing some really cool followers and listeners over to the Olivas camp because I am sipping eggnog from a mug sent to me by the aforementioned Judy P. Mm. <laughs> it's the last of the eggnog, James, and it is the most eggnoggiest time of the year this Christmas season. And uh, Judy P. has been good to both of us, and I believe she started as one of your people. And when we hooked up, you and I, not in the weird way, not yet anyway, but she came over to my camp, too. And now I think she likes me more than you. So thank you and uh, welcome I've, all of your great followers that want a real follow. I saw one or two people commenting that they were glad they followed you in 2019, and I wanted to yeah. argue with them and explain to them why it was a bad idea. <laughs> but I didn't because I figured if they had bad enough decision making to also follow you, they weren't the kind of person I should interact with. With. Yes, yes, lest the crazy be contagious. So I protected myself. <laughs> the crazy be contagious. There's a good t shirt for you in 2019 <laughs> or 2020. I don't even know what year it is, man. All right, you, sir, have go. Wait, stay in for New Year's Eve. I have a failing memory. I'm not Breakwell's age, although I feel like I may have killed off a few less brain cells than he did last night. So, James, stay in for New Year's Eve. That's what I'm arguing. Excellent. Because I did both. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to have a text conversation with my wife. I'm trying to get somebody to resolve the kid on the stairs situation. Wife is in the same house. Yes, but I, I'm on camera here. She's two stories above me. Don't you understand this? How complicated Just life scream. is. I don't actually think she could hear me from here, which is shocking because you can certainly hear everything from the middle floor. Every <laughs> single thing. And I'll tell you what, when you come down your wooden steps, it sounds like someone's breaking yes. up lumber with a sledgehammer. Go so upstairs everything echoes. and have mommy brush your hair. Upstairs, please. All right, that's uh -oh. not going to happen. Okay, so <laughs> stay in. So last night... Oh, this is my week to win. We, James is hobbled like we, he's James Caan in misery. This is why when I'm like, hey, Steve, we got to record after 9 p.m. There's a very specific reason. Actually, there's four <laughs> specific reasons, and they're all upstairs right now. So stay in. Um, we did both last night. So we went out to a friend's house and had a, a dinner, which you could call that staying in or going out. So we didn't go out and hit the Ooh. bars. We didn't hit the clubs. We just went to their house. So we were in their house. Then afterwards, we came back to our house, which was amazing because I didn't have to drive anywhere, so I could drink as much as I want. And afterwards, I could walk up two flights of stairs and fall asleep. And if I didn't want to go up those stairs, I could crash on the couch like my wife did at 12.05. And uh, 
It's a magical evening. You know what you don't want to do? You it's don't want to you don't evening. you don't want to go and stand in a packed bar shoulder to shoulder paying way too much for your drink tickets with strangers you're never going to want to see again just so you can all scream happy new year and then go back home where we all wanted to be in the first place. The only reason anyone goes out is because they feel like they have to. So when they go and they talk to their friends or they do a podcast, they can brag about, "Oh, I did such amazing things last night." Even though those amazing things they did will stand in a loud room where you can't hear anybody talk, you don't have enough personal space, and you spend the whole time checking your phone to see if you got enough likes on that picture of how much fun you're having. So there you have it, Steve. Stay in. It's the way to go. Sorry, I'm distracted by my loud family member. The dog just nosed his way into the room. This is a- <laughs> Wife might have had something to do with that. But James, <sighs> that uh, I got four words for you, and they're all F words, to go out on New Year's Eve. Fun, festive, family, and frivolity. That was the other one. And alliteration. <laughs> you thought I was going in a different direction, but that's what you do when you stay home. But anyway, oops, my earpiece fell out. But James, you go out. You get in the weather. It's like holiday season out there. It's cold and wintry, and that makes people feel fun now in february it's going to be a disaster but for the time being people are in a good mood people are a little tipsy you got live music here in nashville i'm sure in your little town you have live music which is a drunk guy with no pants singing karaoke on the corner but james you got to get out be with people i am a man of the people james you always complain about me being old and decrepit and that's what you do when you stay home you're a fuddy-duddy if you want to stay with the whole f theme here i don't want to be a fuddy-duddy james i am still vivacious do you understand that is my middle name everybody's got to go out it just makes you feel connected to the world well, I just finished brushing my daughter's hair because she refused to go upstairs. <laughs> did you need me to talk for a little I did, You, you I actually like timed you. it perfectly, but I did oh. hear your insane arguments. And you know oh. what? You're still just trying to keep up with the Joneses. If, you, if, we, if we made it like it was a secret ballot, like if your plans for New Year's Eve were secret and you never told anybody else about them, if it was illegal, we would all just stay in because we wouldn't have anything to prove to anyone because we all know what? that in our hearts there's no place like home. That's why we stay here. That's why we live here. That's why when we get back from work, we are so relieved to walk, out, walk in the door and not oh. go anywhere for eight hours or 12 hours or, or however long you, you have off. And yeah. I know what. No, I can hear that in your house. Absolutely. Yes. I, yeah. I know why you're, you're confused because you're never home. You're on the road 364 <laughs> days a year. And the one day you do stop at home is just to get your one extra pair of clean underwear. Like we get it. Uh-oh. You hate, you hate your house and that's okay because your family doesn't want you there either but for the rest of us we want to be home home is a wonderful place where you keep your booze and you buy them at grocery store prices (laughs) not inflated bar prices and you can drink as much as you want and nobody cuts you off or if you don't want to drink at all you don't have to do anything you can just lay down and go to bed you can just stick to diet coke for the night it's it's amazing and i can't believe that you and your 95 years on earth have not experienced this joy firsthand and i feel bad that you feel the societal pressure to go out and be miserable you have my condolences there's no pressure james there's a desire to be alive there is something inside of me that says don't wither away like breakwell i don't (laughs) want to keep up with the breakwells because you're way behind me in line i want to keep up with the joneses who are sprinting toward excitement and life and uh, when I uh, celebrate, <laughs> we had a dog chewing on the phone cord. When I celebrate New Year's my way, it's called New Year's Eve. Celebrating your way, it's called Tuesday. <laughs> so we got to get everybody in the holiday spirit, James. There's a whole lot of uh, bad will and ill 
hell and all kinds of uh, angst and vitriol through the rest of the year. This is the one time where you get out of your own head. You go out in the world and you watch other people who are far more miserable than you and by virtue of downward comparison feel better because of it. Well, let's not forget about the driving home. If you go out, you got to come back. And if you celebrate properly, yeah. you're not going to be able to drive. You're going to have to get an Uber and then you're going to deal with all the other drunk drivers on the road. It's the most dangerous night of the year to be on the road. You know where you don't die in your own house because as bad as most drivers are, there's a very <laughs> small chance they're going to come flying through your wall. If you stay inside, you know you're going to wake up to actually enjoy the new year. If you're out there driving, you're putting your life in the hands of some drunk guy who who is too cheap to pay six bucks for an Uber. I mean, those are, those are the risks. And I know that you don't care about your life. I know that nobody depends on you. So if you get killed in a crash, we're like, well, I mean, I'll have to find a new host. That's kind of inconvenient, but otherwise, no big deal. If I die, I mean, that's a huge loss to my family, to my pigs, to my followers. Judy P, who really would only care if I live or die, is probably indifferent to you. What? I mean, let's be honest here. If you, if you were gone, I would probably get twice the stuff from her. So that's something to consider, too. So you know what, Steve? I'm going to change my position. You go out. You have fun. Everybody else stay in and stay safe. Wow. All right. Well, why don't you roll the the the, uh, the Guam dice of fate or whatever the hell you got over there? Because you got to get out before zombie apocalypse hits Breakwell Manor. Okay. If you want to vote for... What am I even arguing? Stay in. Sorry. There's a kid in a bird mask beside me now, but she doesn't know where the sure. camera is, so Perfectly she's looking normal, in the wrong place. Perfectly healthy. Yes. So if you want to vote for staying in and me and being happy and safe and alive, vote for 79... <laughs> If you want to vote for Steve and his crazy go out and get drunk and take your life in your own hands plan, vote for 13. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 97. All right. I didn't hear the numbers because I was thinking of my retort. And this is sort of how I argue with my wife, too. I'm not sure what she says half the time. But the point is, if you want to vote for Steve and having life come to you, what, uh, what are they voting, James? What is the number for Steve? I didn't even write it down. <laughs> the number was whatever I said a minute ago. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna reroll. It. I never. I never pay attention to the numbers because you're the number I guy. Usually now. write them down. <laughs> and if you want to vote for Breakwell and uh, just wish for a quick and painless death because it would be a lateral move most of the time anyway, vote for his number that was just rolled that you probably heard and I didn't. But we got to get out of here. We're having an abbreviated version of Wrong and Wronger because I don't know the Breakwell life is a disaster. You don't want to be like Breakwell. So, until next week, this is Steve Lee, Dr. Steve for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and remember, two wrongs can make a right.